pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul W. Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, well, uh, a little feature earlier called Sign of the Times. You know, we're constantly keeping an eye and our finger on the, an eye out, a lookout for things that are interesting, things that are relevant, things happening in the world today that impact our lives. And certainly one of those things we're keeping a close eye on is the conditions in the labor markets and the employment sector these days. So much change. You know, it felt like to me, I don't know. I mean, it felt like to me over the last couple of years, there was a little bit of entitlement going on about people who had a job. And, and instead of an extreme level of appreciation for having the job, being part of a team, doing something productive and worthy and great, it seemed, you know, like the, it almost seemed like it shifted too far. Of course, we want there to be an equilibrium, a balance between those who have a job, those who are employers. You don't want the power shifting one side or the other or things get a bit out of whack. You know, too much power on the employer side and all of a sudden you've got, you know, salaries that drop and conditions that might get too tough, whatever it may be. And on the other hand, when employees get a little too fat and happy about their position, a little too secure, things like quiet quitting and other things that we've covered come into play. And of course, this is not for everybody. This is a general commentary about things happening that can happen and are happening in the labor markets. And I'll tell you what, right before our eyes right now coming off the pandemic, we are seeing a shift. There's still a lot of jobs there available to those looking for jobs. And of course, that's a good thing. But uh, we are now starting to hear about some layoffs here and there. That's happening. It's happening in the corporate ranks, certainly happening in the small business ranks. And it is uh, one of those things that we're now coming into our awareness and having to deal with. Well, we turn to Aki Ito, who is a senior correspondent at uh, Insider, formerly Business Insider, and she's covering the subject matter for us about how and who in what order may be facing a layoff threat at their employment these days. It's interesting stuff. Aki's got the story for us. Tell us about it. Sure. So this company called Revealio Labs looked at the LinkedIn profiles of about 17,000 people who've been laid off since March. And that allowed them to take a look at, you know, the different traits of workers who have been laid off at companies compared to the employees who haven't been laid off at those same companies. And it was pretty amazing kind of the, the things that they were able to decipher from that data. For example, you know, tenure was a huge one, which I guess isn't that surprising, you know, and you, you hear a lot when times get tough, last in, first out. Right. And that's exactly what happened this time. It seems like people who switched jobs during the Great Resignation were exactly the people who have been getting laid off in this current downturn. Right, which is amazing because they made those job switches with such bravado and hubris thinking, you know, I'm in control here. I'm going to call the shots. I can easily move from one company to another and name my deal. And all of a sudden here we're finding, you know, that that put them in a position of jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I might not call it hubris. I, I might call it, you know, courage maybe. Okay. Um, and, and I think the important note to make here is it's not the workers' fault that they're, you know, looking for higher salaries, right? These were people, especially millennials, who were underpaid through an entire decade leading up to the pandemic. And so this was finally their chance to really aim higher, and they did. But unfortunately, the, you know, the economy turned really quickly over the summer, and now they're finding that they're the newest employees at a lot of these companies that are 
looking at their payroll and they're thinking, well, our newest employees are the ones who are getting paid the most. And they're also, you know, the ones we are least loyal to. So if we have to cut somebody, we might as well cut them. Right. And certainly framing it out, the you know, if you're going to look at the demographic the way you've described it, those that made the job switch during the pandemic, then maybe the use of the word hubris doesn't fit. But I think in a lot of cases, I would beg to differ in one respect. I think there was some hubris on, on behalf of some of the people who were employed, thinking that they really had all the leverage. And now the tables have turned and things are a lot tougher. But in any case, regardless of what drove it, the fact is those who made that switch now are facing perhaps being one of the first to be laid off should that happen at a given company. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the things that has made that trend particularly noticeable during this layoff cycle is that when people switched jobs during the Great Resignation, they got huge raises, you know, much bigger raises than if they would have stayed at their existing company. And that's why these employees who have shorter tenures at companies right now are often earning a lot more than the people who have been at those companies for much longer. That's one of the other reasons why they're so vulnerable to the layoff cycle right now. Yeah. And your list goes on from there. Next in line could be who? Yeah. So um, high earners, like I just talked about, Mm -hmm. there seems to be about a $10,000 difference between the average salary for people who are getting laid off versus the people who aren't getting laid off, which is really interesting. And this is the same across many different kinds of occupations. And then age, like I talked about a little bit earlier, is a big factor. Most people who switched jobs during this great resignation over the last year or so have been millennials. And as a result, they're the ones who are really getting crushed in this current downturn. Um, You know, Gen Z workers did switch jobs a lot, too, but probably they aren't really earning enough at the moment. They're right at the beginning of their careers, so they don't have a target on their backs the way that I think some older millennials do right now. Yeah, and so given that, times have changed and that there is some jeopardy of being laid off. Any thoughts on uh, anything you learned through your research on what employees can or should do to better shore up their positioning and to better their job security? Sure. So it's kind of tricky talking about layoffs right now because it's not like we're in this huge recession at the moment. We're actually not in a recession at all. And the job market, for the most part, is very strong still. Employers are still having a hard time attracting enough workers. It's just not as like crazy hot as it was a few months ago. It's it, The job market's starting to mellow out, basically. And the layoffs are largely contained in the tech industry that has seen like the biggest decline in stock market valuations. That said, you know, because the job market is starting to soften, if employees are job searching right now, I I think it would be good for them to do extra research into the companies that they're planning on going into. For example, if, you know, they're big publicly traded companies, like making sure that there aren't rumors of a coming layoff at those companies, making sure that, you know, their business prospects are good, that they're not in like, you know, um, a weird financial position because you want to make sure that you're actually moving into a company that won't lay you off the second that you join the company. Exactly. And then I think the second thing is, I think because employers still really want to retain their existing employees, 
You know, I think most people just kind of give up on the prospect of getting a big raise or a promotion at their existing companies altogether. I think they just kind of think like, oh, I've tried before and it hasn't worked, so I'm not even going to try again. And I would really encourage everyone to, you know, try anyway, because employers are so eager to retain their employees and because staying at your company, for the most part, will put you in a safer position than moving on to a different company altogether. So, you know, if you're a little bit more risk averse, then I think staying at your current company and trying to, you know, leverage higher pay or promotion at your existing employer will be a safer bet. All right. Excellent. Excellent advice and guidance. Aki Ito, thank you so much. Senior correspondent at Insider, we appreciate you bringing us all that information relating to the changing and morphing job market these days, and perhaps now some cautionary news as it relates to job security and what you can do and how you should be thinking about maintaining your position, perhaps at your current employer, rather than seeking employment elsewhere. All right. Very good. Thanks. Appreciate you being on. Thanks so much for having me on. Okay. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 